1: My interest in wrestling again would lead to my second major career pivot, one that put me in front of a completely new audience, though it was kind of scary. During a tour, I found out that I would be in Houston the same Sunday as WWE were holding a pay-per-view event called Night of Champions. The show was main evented by one of my favorite wrestlers of all time, Sting, making a much anticipated comeback. Because Sting was embarrassed earlier in the year at WrestleMania and was returning at age 57 with a shot with the WWE Championship held by the top bad guy, Seth Rollins. Earlier on the card was the New Day defending their WWE tag titles against another legendary team, the Dudley Boys. So Austin was nice enough to give me tickets. I caught the match and the New Day won by disqualification and kept their titles despite Austin getting put through a table, which looked extremely painful. But no pain would prepare me for what went down in the main event. My man Sting suffered a debilitating injury during the match when Seth Rollins performed a turnbuckle powerbomb, a move in which which Seth, with a running start, tosses his opponent back and shoulder-first into the turnbuckle pads. Previously this injured another wrestler, Finn Balor. The move caused Sting's neck to snap back violently, and it was later revealed that he had suffered from spinal stenosis, an abnormal narrowing of the spinal canal, resulting from pressure on the spinal cord. I felt like we had watched Sting's final match and it didn't end the way he wanted. As we walked out of the Toyota Center, we saw an ambulance speeding away from the venue. And my friend said, I bet that's Sting. And it was. That night and the results made the show pretty tough to watch. So that night in my hotel, I decided to hit record and capture some of my immediate thoughts about the event and what I had seen. Since WrestleMania, I was experiencing wrestling through a completely different lens as a professional entertainer myself. I released my recording of my thoughts onto the internet and the podcast called "Matt Mania was born that day. I got invited to events. I got offers to interview wrestlers and to get close up and personal with the sport. This offered me a greater appreciation for the art form and the men and women that lay their bodies on the line. I also realized that the effort required to be a successful at pro wrestling was much like what's needed for a musician an iron will also Being indie, there's no handbook on how to become a success, but success is what you individually make of your opportunities, if you even happen to get them. Thanks, Sting. All right, so that's just a little excerpt I wanted to start off the show with because I wanted to talk about the connection between Sting and how, honestly, I didn't think I'd ever see Sting again in a wrestling ring. So my guest today, MC... Samurai, uh, ball player, (laughs) so many other things, Uh, the one and only novelist. Uh, Thanks for joining me, man. Um, Absolutely, man. We are here to talk wrestling. Uh, Specifically, we're in the the middle of the week and we're just coming off a very, very big episode of AEW Dynamite. Now, I don't want to spoil anything if you haven't seen it, but... If you haven't seen it, you might want to get out of here. So uh, a lot of things happened during this show, but everybody is talking about the one moment. And I got to get your thoughts. Where were you when the Stinger returned (laughs) to wrestling?
2: Yo, so last night, um, you know, I was watching Dynamite in the basement. And it's hilarious because I'm always trying to get my, my time my peace time and just watch wrestling, but it's like, you know, my girl's playing with my daughter and they're being super loud and my son's right here playing, being super loud, but, but, but but when sting, when the lights went out, everybody stopped doing what they were doing. Right. And they, and they were like watching. And I don't know if you remember, but my son, he loves wrestling too. Right. So Mm -hmm. the last time AW did the lights out thing, it was Cody. And my son was like super disappointed. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was, it was um. He was disappointed. <laughs> yeah. It was Cody. Yeah. Well, because it was when Cody had came back from being gone for a little bit, and my son thought it was gonna be Pac coming back. Ah, you know uh,
1: so, okay. So, okay. He,
2: so this time, right, the lights go out, and me and him are like, like you know, like grabbing each other, like whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> and it was Sting, bro, and and I flipped out, but. It was even cooler was that my son also flipped out, which means that he has been raised correctly on Pro Wrestling, right? Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Now that's
1: dope for a kid to to mark out about a Sting appearance, you know what I'm saying? Like that was for us, you know what I mean? Like that appearance was for us. It was to get the the 30 year old wrestling fan who knows the business to be like, what, you know? But for a kid to get into it like that? Okay, that's, wow. Okay, so your thoughts. Obviously you marked out but your your thoughts on the the moment. Like we get the we get the cool visual, we get the we get his name coming up, we get the Shivani call. That's that's dang. you know. We get uh, you know, first time on TNT since 2001, you get a lot of like a lot of stats and then the the stare downs. He comes in the ring, he gets Cody the look, he gets Darby a look, you know. The
2: arm, the arm, the arm stare down. Mm, the orange can't forget the
1: orange stare down that was dope. <laughs> so what What is like I got friends who are not excited about this like I'm gonna just be honest they're like ah oh, here they go again with another WWE guy yeah. here we go like when are they gonna you know they said it was gonna be something new when is it gonna be something new um but I think him coming out in this situation was great he didn't he didn't pop up in the main event storyline you know what I'm saying? He was in a in a good place, and seeing him and Darby together is when it kind of clicked for me. Where I was like, "Yo,
2: this yeah. this is it!
1: Like, this is it. exactly where he where he needs to be. Like, they they did it right. Like, if he was going to be involved with anybody, I think Darby is the guy." So,
2: one hundred percent.
1: So, I, it took me some time because I got it spoiled for me. I was actually watching. Oh, that's
2: right.
1: I was, not, I, was, I was late, so I got to the show maybe 30 minutes behind. And I got friends who were hitting me like, yo, Sting," And I'm like, stop lying. Like, get <laughs> <Right>. out of here.
2: <laughs> I hate when people lead with the spoiler like that. <laughs> right, right.
1: You could have just been like, are you watching? And right. then I'll be like, um, no, what's up? Okay, do you want me to tell you something? Right. Like but you know what I'm saying? The,
2: the text is just bro, Sting. <laughs> <laughs>
1: bro, Sting. And I'm
2: like, stop lying. <laughs> so
1: I start watching and um I was impressed, man. Like, I think they, they used them in the right way. So what do you see for Sting? If you could play a little bit of fantasy booker, what would you what role would you put Sting in in the show right now?
2: Um, well, one thing that i do really like that aw does is they, they're not really bringing these old guys in and having them like have matches you know what i'm saying they're bringing them in and they're sort of like uh, you know they're they're being used as like a little garnish on the plate right for the for the product and everything like mm-hmm. like i love what they're doing with taz i like uh, ddp's involvement when he was on the show i love how Arn is part of the royal family and kind of managing Cody. I love how they got Tully with uh, the revival. So so I would imagine that Sting would kind of be that 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 like shadowy uh like sensei for Darby, right? And and mm-hmm. I think that's I think that's amazing. And I, I and I'm excited. Like I really like the how much they're putting into they're investing in Darby Alex I think Darby's super dope and I think he's really unique and, and I think this is a good look for
1: i think so too so so you see him as um and, and i don't know if like what a lot of my friends are saying is they don't know if they see sting as a as a coach kind of figure
2: you know yeah, what I mean? right but when you look at
1: the way everybody's doing so
2: what do you think so i feel that right but it would be cool uh i don't know did you watch lucha underground yep so so do you remember when like vampiro was kind of like Pentagon was just always trying to, like, please him and kind of get his approval and stuff. Like, mm. I could see them doing something like that, right? Like, doing this thing where Darby is just kind of, like, trying to get Sting's, you know, his blessings and his and his approval, not necessarily uh, being a coach, right? Like okay. Darby, Darby also shoots, like, the coolest, like, uh, videos, right? He shoots the dopest, like, promo videos. I could definitely see them doing some, some really cool stuff with it.
1: I think so too. Uh, so let's talk about the rest of the show. We started off dynamite with the battle royal, right? Um, now I didn't necessarily know how the the ring thing was going to go, yeah. but it was like so. The winner then gets a match to to with the previous winner yeah. to, to create you know the thing. So what do you think they've been? What do you? How do you feel about what they're doing with the with the ring and that process and and. Uh, and the, with the winner and how do you think that went
2: um i like i mean it's different you know what i'm saying i thought it was pretty creative and, and i like it man i i love uh <laughs> i could totally see orange cassidy winning this thing and then like constantly forgetting it at home or something and, like <laughs> have it, you know what i mean like have <laughs> Having a, match, having a match for the ring, and he never brings it. So, like Trent's mom should like have to drive it up to the to the
1: <laughs> or Okay, that's pretty cool. That would actually be pretty funny. <laughs> he just doesn't have it. He's just like, uh, uh, and, then and then also
2: not right, and then also not care. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, so we got MJF and Orange Cassidy next week. So, you predict Orange Cassidy going over for that.
2: I do. I think I think it would be dope if he, he on. And also he's hilarious. So I think he would be able to do a lot. I, I mean I, I, I think he would be able to do more with it. Like MJF is a is a jerk, so obviously he would do well, you know, doing that. But I think it would be cool if Orange Cassidy won.
1: Yeah, I think that'd be cool to see. Chris Jericho versus Frankie Kazarian. I thought this was a really good match. We got a lot of cool stuff. I think that if I have one knock on AEW, I think the interference gets a little overused.
2: Yeah, it, it's weird because <laughs> even even New Japan is like doing that right now. Like they're just that's a lot of interference. In. A
1: lot of interference. I feel like every match almost. I remember last maybe last week on Dynamite 2 noticing yeah. it. Like every match ends, somebody comes in, beats somebody down. Somebody else yeah, runs yeah. in, runs them off. Like it's, it's crazy. like. Every single feud has that happening, which is a little bit. Uh,
2: it's almost. It's almost uh, like you almost wonder if they're just trying to protect so many guys, right? Like it's all right if somebody loses to it. It's okay, man. You know what I'm
1: saying? Like, yeah, I think that's a lot of it is protection, like being like, all right, well, we don't want this guy to lose clean. We want yeah. To think about, but sometimes it can happen. Like you can right. have a guy just lose, and
2: right, you know, they but, don't lose any credibility They don't lose any credibility. Like no. You know?
1: I think a lot of that is, you know, they maybe back themselves into a corner by saying that wins and losses matter. You know what I mean? And keeping records as as an important thing. So now you got to protect the record. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So that could be it. But uh, Jericho wins because uh, it looks like who MJF comes out with a towel and then Sammy takes the towel. I don't know. But. I, I like what's I like what's happening with with the MJF dynamic with them, but uh, where do you see that going?
2: Um, I like it too. I think um, I think that I, I I MJF has grown on me a lot. I wasn't the yeah. biggest fan of his, um, and I mean he's really mostly impressed me in the ring. Like he's actually a good. He can get he can go in the ring too. So yeah, um, I, I think that I think this is cool. I think. Obviously, he's the picture-perfect inner circle replacement for Jericho. You know what I'm saying? So, um, if Jericho takes time off or steps away for a minute, I think MJF is totally the guy to take over inner circle. And I also see, um, you know, some of those guys leaving and maybe uh, some newer people joining. I don't really see Sammy, Santana, and Ortiz sticking around if, if MJF becomes the leader
3: yeah
1: I could see them working and turning eventually yeah. out of that situation um here's a match that honestly I didn't really know what was going on didn't follow it very closely and uh I think I was eating dinner but uh <laughs> yeah. Britt Baker and Layla Hirsch yeah. um I thought it was a good match but again end of the match somebody runs in hey. more fighting <laughs> <laughs> you know what uh, Thunder Rosa comes in. It's like, man, wow, like man. every so, match. There's
2: so much going on.
1: <laughs> like, oh, yeah. people don't just wrestle and then it's over and we leave. It's always got to be. Every time. It's like, Jim Ross even mentioned, like, at two different times in the show, like, get the referees out here. It's out of control. Like, come on, y'all. Get off your butts. Get off the donuts and coffee and get out here and break this up. And it's like, how many times, like, the refs are like, man, again?
2: Right. You gotta- <laughs> They like, they got it, yo. They gotta they gotta make it an angle where the refs are like backstage and catering, and every time somebody they're about to t- every time they're about to take a bite, they gotta go out there. And stop yeah, them.
1: just like about to eat, and they're like, ah, let's go, let's go. And they just run out. I think that'd be funny. That would be <laughs> Oh man! So um, and then the match we had Cody and Darby versus Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs. Uh, first, uh, I want your opinion on, on Team Taz. What do you think about what they've been doing lately?
2: Uh, honestly, I love uh, I love Team Taz. I think um, I'm not the I, – I, I don't – I guess I, I like what they're doing more than the guys in it. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like I like – I, like, um, I really love Taz being like the mouthpiece. He's awesome. I thought it was awesome when you put the Taz mission on Cody. Um, Ricky Starks, not the biggest Ricky Starks fan, but he is a great like personality. You know what I'm saying? Cage mm-hmm. again, he's he's dope. Um, Hobbs, I thought it was super unexpected. Like, wasn't like the biggest heel turn, but it was, it was, it shocked me. So I liked it. I thought it was cool.
1: And, yeah, it was. That was surprising. I felt like he was building some momentum as a baby face. It yeah, didn't. Sure. I guess it would have had more effect if they had given him more time. To right. come up as a babyface, but but yeah, all, I think
2: I'm always down for being like genuinely surprised. So I'm right,
1: absolutely. So yeah, I thought uh, so. I thought this match was good. I probably get this match like a B. You know, I thought everything went pretty well in it. So the ending though, and I I, I don't know, maybe they were just kind of tired. I felt like everybody kind of just like was like, all right, we just got to get this over with. <laughs> so right, you know what I mean. Uh, Or maybe it's a timing thing. That's, uh, you know, another small thing. I think that being aware of the time and it seems like a lot of these matches kind of wind up ending suddenly or like they get into wrap up mode and you almost can kind of tell, you know what I mean? And it's like, you know, that'll come with more time, I think, uh, getting getting used to that kind of thing. But with TV, playing by a whole different set of rules. So I understand. Uh, So we got Sting. At the end of this match, um, what's happening? A bunch of people fighting. So, <laughs> after the bell, Team Taz fighting. Jumps in the match. Everybody fighting. Arn Anderson taking out. Uh, Hobbs tries to hold up the belt to hit somebody. Everybody fighting. Everybody down. And then, lights out. Now, somebody in the chat, I think it's Tony's. Tony's kind of weird. Said he thought it was going to be Glacier from the graphic. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, hey, yo, but, I, but I, um, if, if I'm not mistaken, I have seen Glacier, like, right backstage. He is involved. Really? I think so. I've wow. Him, I didn't know I guess, that. Yeah, I've seen him, like, backstage and stuff. I'm pretty sure he's involved in some way, shape, or form with AEW.
1: Okay. <laughs> what did, what did I...
2: he say? Ask him. I'm sure he
1: I don't know. Uh, let me see. Tony? Yes. He said Glacier was in a battle royal last year for okay, AEW. Okay. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so he might, be,
1: he might be back there. Um, okay. So next. Yo,
2: real quick. Interesting, yeah. interesting story. I don't know if you know this. Did you know that Rob Van Dam was originally supposed to be the Glacier gimmick, but he went to ECW instead? <laughs> what? Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. So so this fine.
1: is before Rob Van Dam was the what, Rob Van Dam we know.
2: What I so what I believe is the story that I heard was that um Rob was already in ECW and he was going to they were in WCW was super interested in signing him and they were going to give him the Glacier gimmick, but he ended up turning it down and staying with uh, ECW. And then that was like right around the time he went on the big uh, Mr. Monday Night, you know what I'm saying? He was a television champ for like two years. Huh. But I think. I mean, say what you want, man, but I, I, I thought when I was a kid, I thought the Glacier Gummy was pretty amazing. Actually, <laughs> I think Rob Van Dam would have killed. Me.
1: Man, I thought it was cool. I, I actually did. I, I thought. I did too. I thought it was really cool looking. Yeah. I didn't have any problem with the the gimmick. I feel like I don't know. Maybe it wasn't the right guy for it or yeah, whatever.
2: I, th- I think it just might not have been the right guy, but the, the gimmick was awesome. Remember, they had Mortis. They had whole squad, <laughs> whole squad of dudes looking like Mortal Kombat.
1: Yeah, I was like, "Oh, this is a Mortal Kombat." So that I think uh, maybe that was a big part of it. That was a problem. It's like this looks like a video <laughs> game ripoff. Right. Like it wasn't. It wasn't enough to take it take take seriously at that time. Right. Um, but all right, so here we go. We get to the main event. Uh, Moxley Omega. Yes. Um, I think this match delivered. It did what it's supposed to do. I give it an A. Um, I love the fact that Don Callis was on the microphone the entire time. I thought that was brilliant. Um, I started—I don't know about you—I started getting like putting on my my snarky fedora when I heard them continue to talk about Japan. You know what I'm saying? Like, I
2: love it. I love it.
1: They—they did a lot of Japan talk, a lot of Okada talk, a lot of like a lot of things came up that I wouldn't expect to have heard on commentary.
2: But that's dope, though, man, because. One thing that WWE does that I can't stand is they act like there's no – rest. They've, and they, they're getting a little better, right? But they, they have, like, historically pretended that wrestling doesn't happen outside of WWE. You know what I'm saying? And I, I, I just don't – I don't get that because if you're – if you have these guys that have done amazing things before they got there, why wouldn't you want people to look it up? Because they would just become bigger fans of them and want to watch them more in WWE. You know
1: what I'm saying? Makes so, sense to me. Like, I don't, yeah, I, that part I don't understand. Like, if you're going to, like, mention other things, could be like, oh, well, this guy actually does have a lot of pedigree. But I guess yeah. they look at it like people will be like, wait, he was a world champion there. So how come he's not right. a world champion here, you know? right? Like, yeah, yeah. they think that people are going to, like, use that to, yeah. I don't know, dislike them or disrespect them or whatever. I don't know. But I do appreciate that. That they do that on commentary, they make sure to put a, put over every company as equals, and and that and that they exist,
2: you right. know. And I love like Don Callis coming in; he's mm-hmm. such a good, like he does such a good job on Kenny Omega matches. Period. Like yeah. New Japan here, it almost like I, I I it reminds me of kind of remember how like Jesse the Body would be with Macho Man; like he was mm-hmm. he, he was just a really good commentator for him and his. And his matches. like it Right, like
1: he, he knew everything. He would make sure yeah, to, to put lo- over the right I stuff.
2: Loved it. I loved it,
1: man. So, so I hope that that happens. I hope we get Callus on every Kenny match from here on out. Yeah, that would be amazing. Um, I think that would be dope. All right. Oh, wait. It looks like we got a, another challenger joining. It looks like G1 to the rescue Yo, is here.
4: It's
3: G1. All <laughs> uh,
4: <laughs> you. Only for a brief second because I'm I'm technically on my last break and for like six minutes and I I don't get off
2: until seven so trying up. to chime in to what up time. man oh novelist what's up man what's going on bro yeah man, long time long time no see how you been I'm good man how are you uh, welcome man,
1: G1 to the rescue so we are talking about A E Dub so I don't know if you caught any of Dynamite last night. But I would love I to hear your thoughts on the biggest thing, Sting and the, the title match.
4: Yeah, so so here's my thing. Um, first of all, the title match was phenomenal. I mean, it's John Moxley, it's Kenny Omega. We already knew what caliber of wrestling match that was going to be just based off the card. Neither one of them ain't no slouch. They go hard in the paint. It was a perfect match. Storytelling was awesome. Spots was crazy. Kenny Omega almost fucked up his head, which, man, but long story short, you know, he won the belt. I see him trying to loosely take it back to his cleaner days a little bit. So I see what he's <laughs> doing, you know. That's the homie. Uh, as far as the surprise we got at the end of the night with uh, with, with uh, Sting there, uh, I don't know. I don't I don't feel the same way that everybody else do. It's like, oh, you should be there. and all. Oh, they're, they're, they're saying they're so different, but now it's just like everybody else. I don't look at it that way. Uh, somebody made mention to this earlier where they were saying most of the, the legacy contracts that they've given at AEW, maybe with the exception of like Billy Gunn, because he got the gun club with his two sons. All the rest of them are in more of a mentorship role. So I put this out on my Facebook page. I was like. Everybody tweaking about Sting showing up, but what if Sting is showing up to be an ally and a mentor to, let's say, Darby Allen, mm-hmm. who has sure. a very Sting-like persona, you know, to him, and you know, you know, now he's been a champion, and uh, you know, he's really kind of making waves. Like he's the he's the next top guy, in my opinion, he's the next star so mm-hmm. to build so to be able to build up a character like that that's as dark and brooding and as edgy as he is bringing in somebody like steam to really assist him with that i think would be, i think would be dope so i'm not really mad at him showing up and if we and what if we do get a couple of scorpion death drop reverse I think, <laughs> whatever it's right wrestling.
3: like
1: who would have a problem with that
4: I, I sure, I sure as hell would not have a problem. I'm sure, I'm sure they'll put him in, in, in a more better situation than he was in, and, you know, and at the other place, you know.
1: Yeah, I, you know, yeah. I, like I mean, it can't, it can't get head. much worse. I mean, <laughs> uh, it can't get much worse. Uh, Sting didn't, you know, he went out. He didn't go out great. So, uh, I, I definitely feel like he could have, uh, you know, he. He didn't go out on his own terms, and I think that's another thing that a lot of these guys feel very personal about. You know, of when course. you don't get a chance so, to go out the way you wanted to, you're like, "All right, now if I can go out in a in a lesser, you know, even with lesser contact, less whatever, but more impact, then he would be much more and, pleased."
4: And that's what, and that's what I'm saying. He, from what I understand, has a multi-year contract with AEW. I'm telling you he there to make sure some, to make sure somebody get up in the ranks just like ddp when they were doing the nightmare family stuff with cody rose and Q, qt marshall's i still can't get over how dope that was they did mm-hmm. that whole vision where he was showing qt marshall how to properly do a diamond cutter i thought that was great first of all that was so dope. i can so i can literally see like Sting doing the same thing with a with a Darby Allen. I mean, here's a here's a hot take, maybe even something having to do with the dark or it just it just feels like it just feels like that may be more of the direction that they're going in wishing, instead of having him be a, a full time talent. And if they do like I say, who who's gonna argue with a couple with a couple of Scorpion Dev drops and a Scorpion Death lock? Like it's not like he's you know, he you know, he he got about the three, four move palette just like everybody else playing. So I mean, who's gonna argue with that?
1: That's how I feel, man. Like and maybe, you right. know, maybe everybody else wasn't as big fans of Sting, but of as as yeah, of Sting man. as I was, but like I was a huge fan, so Seeing him get another moment to to be brooding, Sting like you know like that whole thing he did in WCW, where he just showed up and didn't say anything for a year,
2: bro, for a year,
1: a year and was like had everybody on the edge of their seat. Like when is he gonna? What is he gonna do? What is yeah, he gonna say?
3: Exactly.
1: Blaze in the comments said maybe he'll bless Darby with the Scorpion Death Drop. You know what I mean? Come on. Like I Come think on, that's
4: Blaze. that's kind of dope. Shout out to bro, man. That's kind of oh, yeah, dope.
3: Absolutely,
1: I'll be with that. Uh, so now we'll probably get the other side of things. Our other Matt Mania, Matt Maniac enthusiast has joined us. Teak Hall has joined the party.
5: First off, what up? Hello. What up? What up? up? Second <laughs> off, I'm living good. I'm good over here chilling. Um, third, third off, what the fuck is up with Sting? <laughs> 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 Sorry, I had to fix. I had to fix my
4: earbuds. I wasn't getting my sound out of both sides, guys. But uh, hey,
5: I'm in. Mean, yeah, yeah, you hey, know. We talked about it in the group chat. I understood where Neo was coming from, saying you know, people gotta work and things like that. You know, I guess the the um the the circuit money ain't coming in for Sting right now since he can't exactly. go do the no cons. Can't do you the know, cons. Can't go do no, <laughs>
2: no cons. I miss cons, man. I really right. do. Uh, me too, bro. I
1: can't Damn. even lie. I have no shame in saying it. I paid an ungodly amount to take a picture with Sting at WrestleCon. I have no regrets. <laughs> bro, I paid. I, I think it was, I was like seventy-five dollars, and I, I got no regrets. <laughs> I never
4: put over what you went to That's over, not wrestling. I'm sorry. I'm gonna put over. uh I'm gonna put over HBO Max because I think that mm-hmm. was a, a unprecedented move that they just pulled with being able to to take all of the movies on release day. And we say the first 30 days they're going to be available on the servers. Y'all decide how y'all want to watch in theater or at the crib with your honey. That includes the new Mortal Kombat film. That includes the new film with Daniel Kaluuya. I can't think of it right now but that includes that film. Wonder Woman 84 at the end of the year. The list can go on and on. Shout out to HBO Max. They're trying to shut streaming services all the way down.
1: (laughs) I'm really gonna miss the theater experience. I'm really kind of sad about that, to be honest. But I understand. Like, it it to me, I feel like it's kind of messed up. Like, streaming services are just like, you know what? F the movies. Like, we we gotta move on. Like, I thought at first they were gonna just hold their movies, you know. But they're like, look, man, we can't hold this forever. So
5: they gotta. Nah, we gotta move
1: on. And the problem. Theaters are, are lost in the, you know, in the process. So, I don't know. Novelist, what are you thoughts on that?
2: I mean, I really, it just, it really sucks seeing, like, stuff that we've known our whole lives, like, just get changed and, and kind of ruined by something. You know what I mean? I do eventually, I, I hope that theaters make a comeback, but I do think it's going to be a couple of years before they, you know, before they really... Uh, come back into like running the whole new movie thing i think i think it's a good move i don't think they should just not put stuff in theaters because you know some people might want to go see it but i think it's a good move to give people the option you know what i mean like either way Mm -hmm. you're gonna they're gonna watch your movie either way it goes
1: yeah you're gonna get the movie watches and you know uh shout out to lv creed in the chat who said times are changing And you can't keep the things that we've known forever the same way forever. So, unfortunately, things have to lose out. I mean, I know that the the company that made landline phones, was, I'm sure, was very mad (laughs) when, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sure they was real sad when cell phones came around. The beeper companies was real sad. And I was sad for beepers when they were gone. But, yo, sometimes things move forward. The taxi service right now. Are pissed at Uber and Lyft, right. you know what Uber I'm saying?
5: But there ain't no concession staying at your crib though. You going gonna miss them options when it's time about right. the Wonder Woman eighty eighty four well, in your
2: crib. Well, word, word, but check it out though. Maybe now, right? Maybe now, we 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 turn it into just a movie night with our family where you do still buy junk food snacks, but you just do it at home and you still watch the movie together. Right. Instead of, instead of going in a different room and turning a movie on, like you might do. Maybe now you watch a movie. It's more of a event in the house.
5: Right. But everybody okay. ain't got
2: that big night TV
5: though. Got to get the <laughs> big TV. That is the, uh, that's gotta got to be the Christmas,
1: got to be on the Christmas
5: list. <laughs> Everybody ain't got that good sound system, you know, going to the theater was, um, you know. And Whoa, then when you crib watching a movie, yeah, you can be on your phone. I mean, like, you... like, when I used to go to the theater, that was, that was my time to get away from the world, you know. Weird. Yeah, okay. like, that's true. But,
1: you know, $10, $10 popcorn wasn't exactly, you know, <laughs> the, the business, you know, so like you're not saving money. Uh, I
5: don't buy, but I don't buy jumbo pretzels at my house for nothing. So, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> if I wanted a white castle burger. I wasn't, I wasn't buying them frozen. Them to keep them at the grill. Like you know, food you was there.
1: I said to, uh, I said that HBO Max got to come with a popcorn option. You know, what I'm saying <laughs> like they got to like start delivering or like give you a coupon to go to your local Yo. theater. To get popcorn? Like that'll no, be dope.
2: Yo, yo, yo. That's so what Amazon's
5: gonna do. So you giving them ideas. What Amazon by the No,
2: theater. no, no, check it, check it. Give it there there free needs, ideas. there needs to be you off your snacks. <laughs> there needs to be a, a movie theater like seven eleven. But strictly set up like a movie theater like lobby where where you just go in and you just buy movie theater snacks. You just buy popcorn and yes. allergies and nachos and pretzels and chips and whatever. But oh. it, it, the inside should look like a, a movie theater lobby. Though. Blockbuster you <laughs> down. <laughs> they used they to have
5: that. Blockbuster used to have that. They did. You could get the, the movie size the, the um, popcorn and stuff like that, or your candy and all that <laughs> stuff there to, at the Blockbuster. They had yes. you right. But yeah, I think Amazon will do that. What Rand's talking about, deliver you You get your movie package. Hey, order this movie. You know it starts at this time. We'll have your snacks to you at this time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. You order the movie. It's coming on at 8. We'll have your snacks to you by 7.30. Oh. Throw them in the microwave. <laughs> yeah. That's actually kind of cool. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm all about it. But uh, so... We always do a thing where we put over something outside the world of wrestling. So we gotta make sure we do that. So Teak Hall, I need you to give me a put over and the novelist I'll save you for last. This could be anything you into. We usually wind up it usually wind up being T V shows or video games, but but it could be anything else that's not wrestling that you've been really geeking out on lately. So Teak, what you got?
5: Um because I just watched this yesterday, I think I'll um talk about this, but since it's the holiday season, you know, and everybody's going to be watching their Christmas movies and whatnot. I watched this Christmas movie with Mel Gibson called Fat Man. Hmm. That's supposed to be like a, a realistic gritty take on um, Santa Claus. And Mel Gibson is Santa. And What's it called again? Fat Man. Fat Man?
1: Okay. Yeah.
5: All right. And what where's that it at? Man. Check the trailer out for that. I mean, I watched it on an undisclosed um, service. So.
1: <laughs> on an undisclosed service. Okay, I got you.
5: But um, I want to say I, I want to say I think it's Netflix actually that it's on. But um, yeah, check the trailer out. Um, it's basically the, the the premise of it. Like I said, um, right. a gritty a gritty Santa Claus, and then this kid gets um. um this rich kid gets some coal for Christmas, so then he puts a hit out on Santa. <laughs> <laughs> Yo!
2: <laughs> okay, this is crazy. Oh, man. Then, uh,
1: a- I've definitely thought hit- about that before.
2: So- sounds sounds American. <laughs> then, the hitman is
5: Walter Goggins, if you know th- who that um actor is. Where's he from? That name sounds familiar. He was in Hateful Eight. He was in um, what what else has he been in? We were just talking about him yesterday. He was in um,
1: Uh, Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, okay. He
5: was in American Ultra. Um, he was in Ant Man and the Wasp.
1: Okay, okay, yeah, I know who he is. All right, but yeah,
5: he was was real good. He was the hit man, and um, (laughs) yeah. So then you know it was just um, he paid him. To find Santa to track them down and, and off them. So it's it's a movie like that where you know, and then at the end it's it's, it's like a Taken or something or like a John Wick, but with Santa. <laughs>
1: yeah, but with Santa. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually into it. And good job picking something that was with the season. Like that's what's up. Um, yeah, now I gotta think of something than, seasonal. It
5: was, it was way better than I thought that it had any right to be. Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's what's up. So I'm gonna keep it within the holidays too I'm gonna put over because I just we just bought this shout out to my wife from Amazon We bought solar-powered outdoor Christmas lights Now I didn't even know this was a thing like nope. this is, this is when you start getting domestic and lame and washed that you start <laughs> caring about stuff like this but
5: too to cut them more yourself.
1: Yeah, well I we don't have a plug outside, so I was like, you know what? All you gotta do is find a little area to plug in the solar panel, and that doesn't have to it doesn't have to stretch all throughout your joint. And then if you can get close enough to that, it'll power the whole area. So shout Whoa. out to solar powered lighting.
2: That's that's that's, that's how they working?
1: Uh we don't know yet. I uh I, I gave it, it's just turning dark now so I'll, I'll turn them on after this and let you know but the idea is dope i mean i might have to come back tomorrow and bury him on the next episode if, if, it, does, if it don't work <laughs> but we'll see but as of right now uh it's a dope idea so i was like the idea was brilliant so i was like all right well i mean i'm in Freaking Arizona, where there's nothing but sun sunlight half the time. So why not? And, uh, and so yeah, that's that's what happened with that. So that is my putover. So Teak, we gotta ask you. I don't know if you saw AEW, but I'm sure you heard the uh, the world title match, the main event.
5: His, um, oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. My bad, my bad. All oh, right. So you ready? Now, what yeah. is your putover? You gotta give me something that you really been into I right now. In
2: i'm going to put over i'm going to put over the mandalorian season two uh it's been it's been excellent and for all my you know everybody that's a star wars fan not just the films like if you're a watcher of clone wars if you were like rebels like they're starting to bring some of these cool elements from those shows into live action through Mandalorian so you definitely gotta check it out I think it's been one of the best like pieces of Star Wars content in a really long time so I love Mandalorian and and it's been a really good season oh yeah this has
1: been the best season
5: Rosario Dawson man
1: yeah killed it killed Killed it it. like I I I didn't
5: man she got that Pharrell Williams going on
1: (laughs) (laughs) right uh, it's it's so good, man. Like this is the best Star Wars stuff outside of the first trilogy, like since then, that you've like ever seen. It's so very, it's very good. I like it a lot. Yo, they're yeah, they're killing, man. So uh every episode I'm like, Oh, this is the best one. No, 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 this is the best one. Like it gets it just gets better and better. I don't remember a show like this in a long time. My worry is and I don't want to think too far ahead, is that they may maybe set us up for a letdown or, or they're gonna start kind of slowing it down to drag it all out you know yeah <clears throat> and, and i could see that happening but I, i'm not mad but right. yeah like joe said in the chat like
2: i hope this isn't the peak of the show <laughs> for sure no for sure i also hope that it's not because it also kind of looks like it could maybe turn into a thing where they're like they like uh do these little quick hitter introductions of these new characters mm-hmm. and then they like Oh, they're getting their own show, so you got to figure out what's happening with them in two years from now when their show comes out. Oh, he's getting <laughs> his own show too, so you got to, you know what I mean. So I hope I hope that doesn't happen, man. But we'll see.
5: Have, have you guys seen um, that new Lego Christmas movie, the Star uh, Wars one? No, oh, no. no, Check it out. It's the it's the Lego Star Wars Christmas special that they just put out, and um. And the trailer Star-wise. it looks it looks real good. It looks like um <laughs> like I think it's gonna be on um Disney Plus as a special, but they could have did like a whole Lego Star Wars movie because that special was looking dope. <laughs> and and up. with something like Star Wars, I was gonna say, um that they kinda need to go both ways at the same time. Like because the people who originally watched Star Wars, since we're older now, like we got a love for the franchise. But when they originally created Star Wars, they even said it was for like ten to twelve year olds, you know. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they need to continuously make stuff that's kid level, mm-hmm. as well as feed the adult fan base. Because True. how else? Yes. How else? Hey, will, hey. How else will you grow new fans if you're not? feeding the fans that's growing up all the ones that's growing yeah. up not gonna be yeah. into yeah. mandalorian that's gonna be a little too okay hello tough for them maybe you know work Yo. sure. hello get them hello. get them into something a little bit uh, more you know okay. um kid-friendly or you know fun so that they can grow up with it as well and continue to the, the franchise or the lore going otherwise once we all get too old ain't nobody gonna care about it work hmm. sure.
1: I don't think that'll ever happen with Star Wars, but I think they're doing a good job where they're keeping and bringing new, and and it's basically up to us, our generation to bring in our kids and whoever else. And they're going to keep this going forever. Like, yeah, yeah, Disney's going to milk this forever.
5: (laughs) My kid ain't going to care about that first franchise. By the time my kid watched that, they're going to be like, dude, this looks like it was recorded. (laughs) Like,
1: (laughs) like this look trash. No, they're going to, by the time your kids are grown, they're probably gonna remake and remaster the first trilogy.
2: Well, well, that's how I got introduced to it when I was um, when I was a kid. They had when I got introduced to Star Wars, they had been remastering them and playing, replaying them in the theaters. You know what I'm saying? In like the late '90s, I think. And that's how I got into it was not I going to have
5: theaters the, no more so
2: ain't
5: going to be no 20-year <laughs> anniversary. Bring your kids. Let's introduce them to this. <laughs> full, uh, full, cir- full circle, man.
2: <laughs> full Yo, circle what, right up? what up, Neo? We have another guest, Neo X. Hey,
1: hello? Hey. Hello, Sorry, on, I, had
6: a, I had to do a wardrobe change. Hey. <laughs> I had to throw on the fresh <laughs> hat. I, I, I see what you
1: did there. No, he, I up, even bro? got it
6: signed up top. Look at that! Oh, <laughs> with the signature. Good, good nice, good nice. Time, oh, was, back in the
1: day like, when we were doing yeah. shows and getting yeah. up on
6: people. Ah. <laughs> yeah, man. I was just like, all right, I'm just gonna throw this on. This is one of my favorite. <laughs>
1: yeah, oh, man. so Neo, we what must up, ask bro? you first of all: How are you, sir?
6: Uh, I'm doing all right. Uh, I'm taking it a day at a time. Um, you know i just i just got off work so that's why i was late to the to the show and it's funny because this is also my office but one of my one of my colleagues uh didn't work today so therefore i had to cover the shift and uh you know just kind of pick up the slack but we're doing okay i am also covid free just got the test results so i'm I'm good um
5: still in mexico
6: well, and that's that was the justification for my reasoning for the test, you know, because I've been going to Mexico pretty, uh, pretty frequently. Mm. And my family overall, they're safe. Um, and, you know, I trust them for sure. And they've been telling me, yeah, we've been keeping safe. So I was like, I didn't think nothing of it. So but I just like, you know, I eh, just better safe than sorry. Right. What doesn't hurt? So I, I didn't have any symptoms, but that was like my justification. A little bit, a little bit more travel that. The normal, so therefore, got the results. So, we're good. Family's nice. good. Kids are still at home learning. Um, yeah, and you know, uh, my spouse is still in the, in the office. So, you know, we're just kind of taking it a day by day, man. I think that's what we can all, all of us can really do, you know. Huh? That
1: is truth, man. All right, so I gotta ask you, we need a put over from you, my friend. Yes, sir. All right, oh, so shit. I don't know if you missed it, but G1 put over HBO Max. Uh-huh. Um, I, right I put over solar powered Christmas lights, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Antique put over Fat Man, uh, a Christmas movie about putting the hit out on Santa, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so and, uh, and Novelist put over the Mandalorian season two. So we all over the place. So right what you got?
6: <laughs> well, I'll keep it in the sh- in the show themes. Uh, I've been watching, uh, excuse me, I've been watching on HBO this show called The Industry. Mm -hmm. And um, I I was drawn to it due to the fact that, you know, it's kind of in the industry that I work in, and finance. Uh, And so this is taking the, kind of like the journey of this uh, young black professional female uh, woman who is, you know, embarking on this, you know, her her career at this, you know, two-white too old dominated industry and obviously you know it's an hbo show so there's a lot of drama there's a lot of um a lot of intrigue there's lots of deception
5: Uh, working girl
6: yeah pretty much and you know she's she's just trying to make it you know she's she's trying to make it by um you know in this you know in the in this white man male dominated industry and she's got to, you know, kind of cut her teeth, you know, and it's I found it interesting because it kind of highlights all the tropes that a young financial professional will maybe fall into drugs, alcohol, deception, selfishness to get you get, get get ahead in your professional career. So but so far, it's been pretty entertaining. And a lot of the jargon they talk about is right up my alley. So hmm. uh, I'll say the industry and it's on HBO
1: the industry. Alright. Word. Okay. I will have to check that out. Shout out to, to the Bears who said
5: in this white man's world.
1: <laughs> Alright, so, uh, so earlier we went through what happened. Where basically, this episode is kind of processing dynamite where we, we can get onto other things at another time, but there were some big things that happened on dynamite. <laughs> so, we've we've given our opinions, and uh, I would like to know your opinion neo x first i mean there's two big pieces of news that have come out of course is that sting has signed a multi-year contract and he is all elite Uh, what are your thoughts on this
6: so you know as as i put it in our in our chat i wasn't uh against the idea of sting coming to AEW. i don't really think In my opinion, this is, again, just my opinion, I don't feel like he's going to have a wrestling role in the company. I feel like he's going to be more so like an Arn Anderson type. Maybe um, because I – and I think you said it also in our chat where you felt it would be best that if, um, you know, if Sting kind of took on that Arn Anderson uh, moniker uh, where he's just a a mentor to these young wrestling guys. Because if you think about it, all of these – Professional wrestlers on AEW are from the indies. I mean, mm-hmm. we can say at least 60% of them are from indies. And therefore, I think they're just doing what is natural, pairing them with notable, recognizable superstars to give them clout, to give them name brand recognition. So that way they can connect to not mm-hmm. only, um, you know, uh, uh, viewers. Of today, but also viewers of yesteryear, right? Yeah. Because uh, I think, um, you know, it, it, every time they break down the numerical demographics about how the ratings war is going, remember all the talk about the Monday Night Wars rating? Mm-hmm. So I feel like by them bringing people back like Sting, Arn Anderson, Stin, I think they're just trying to also remember or rekindle the fire of maybe some of those older. Um, you know, wrestling fans maybe who are probably about mm-hmm. our age or Josh's age and, um, you know, who who see, oh, I recognize Sting. I remember him. I'll right. probably watch, right? Mm-hmm. And so right. I think Darby okay. Allen taking Darby yeah. Allen an unknown really, in my opinion, an unknown. And, they, and they've done a great mm-hmm. job packing, packaging him with promotional videos. But if you notice, they put him with Tony Hawk. They put him with steve like, they're mm-hmm. doing everything because they want to put the rocket behind Darby Allen. And I feel like Sting is going to be that foil for Darby Allen. Not necessarily in a fighting manner, mm-hmm. but in a mentor-mentee manner.
1: Yeah, that's, I think, what a lot of us said. If that happens, I think I'll be happy with it. Uh, let's brought up a good point. Like, what if Sting is the guy that, that Darby is, like, trying to please? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. as he goes through his career, he's, like, hoping to impress and please Sting. Who's like in the rafters, just watching? You know what I mean. Yeah, you know Taking I mean? notes. He's quiet. <laughs> you know what I mean. In the cut. Uh, so I actually think I would enjoy that.
2: I think I think that at the end of the day, it's, it's all to get people, fans of all whatever demographic age, right. all to get them familiar with their current roster. Mm-hmm. So if they, so if they do have to bring in an older superstar to do that. I think that's the end game. It's just for them to get people to say, oh, oh, Sting, I remember Sting. Oh, this dude that he is has with him is, is really dope. Maybe is he like Sting now? Cool, I'm going to watch it to find out. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Right, but
5: that's why the meme that was posted earlier today was saying that it really was a dig at um, people who just hate WWE. Now, I know WWE has its, um, you know, its problems. But when WWE brings older people back, everybody is mad. Oh my god, they're bringing back old faces. Well, mm-hmm. Guys are taking, taking
2: all but, the. Hold on, but hold on. they, but they bring okay. old people back and they have them wrestle actual matches. And see, that's the difference.
1: They didn't. Yeah, like Sting. Or, we can't say yet because it didn't happen.
2: Right. He
5: hasn't done anything yet.
1: But you don't see like you know Arn Anderson coming out and being like. Mm-hmm.
5: I want to match with you, Cody. I want to take your title. (laughs) I want
6: your
1: title. Darby. You know. So they're not putting those guys.
6: And I'm here to collect. So if Sting
1: winds up wrestling Kenny Omega, then we can say that. But right now
6: Then I'll crap all over the idea. I don't think we
1: can right now we can't say that. But if that happens, then I'll be like, oh come on. No, we didn't want this. But you're Absolutely. right. I, I if that happens, then you can't we can't say anything. Like that would be the the like the thing that we didn't ask for. Right. So I don't know. I mean double A spine is still nice though. But and,
6: uh <laughs> and that's kind of where again that enforcer you're but that coach still done role done still done comes into play. <laughs> Sorry about that. But I was gonna say and that's why like I'm interesting it's interested to see because do y'all remember Lucha Underground?
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. Good yeah, right. we just talked about right. that. Yeah, that's that's yeah. a good point. Hold,
2: hold on, I wonder if you're going to say the same thing that I said. Go ahead. What are you going to say? <laughs> i was going to say the the Prince Puma Vampiro the or I'm sorry the, the Pentagon
6: Prince Prince, Prince oh ah, Prince Puma, Pentagon. And, Pentagon Pentagon and Vampiro had a thing, but I'm sorry Prince Puma also had a thing with um Ray Mysterio with Ray and oh, not man. only
2: not only Ray but oh, also Conan. Uh,
6: Conan, thank you, thanks yes much. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. It yep. makes sense. And that's why it's it's uh, history repeating itself. And when they did that, I liked it. it and really so well. I just want to be entertained by my pro wrestling show. And mm-hmm. if Sting does that, then I'm all for it. But I'm, I'm past the point of being entertained by my sports entertainment. I want to mm-hmm. be entertained by my wrestling show.
2: I agree.
5: Okay. Yeah. I feel that. Right. But don't you... Yeah, just just let them do something that's worth being done. I don't want them to just like like I'm saying. It's just a nostalgia thing. Like don't just don't just give me the member berries. Don't just pickle my nostalgia. Right. And say hey, remember staying? And then it's like yeah, he's Stang. here. And then it's like okay, but now what? Like <laughs> he's staying you know, it up. Yeah, that's that's all I'm saying. It's like we all we all know. They Ren knows he went to the damn AEW fucking Vegas event. Like how many people did they yeah, say Starcast. that they signed? How many people do you actually see that they signed? So mm-hmm. you know, it's just always that. It's like y'all got so many people on your roster that you claim to have involved with AEW, but then we always see like the ex WWE guys are the or the veterans that don't wrestle no more. So that's yeah. all, you know, it's just like I understand y'all I trying don't... to build these guys up, but you gotta gotta try to find a way to give these guys on a on a hour long show that y'all have more time than FaceTime that you're giving to Rizzled Vets.
1: I get it. I see. I, I totally I get what you're saying for sure. Cause yeah, if we want something new, you know, that's what we, we wanna get. But I understand, but they're still in a the business. They're still on primetime T V. <laughs> yeah. So I uh, you gotta still kinda please both sides in some way. You know what I'm saying? So you want somebody that's flipping by the TV to be like, oh, wait. I know that, dude. Hold up. And then stay for the wrestling. Stay for the main event. Stay for the Kenny Omega, the Darby, the whatever. You know what I'm saying? But you do need that a little Like WWE does the same thing. When they bring back the guys, it's like, we need something that you're going to remember to make you watch again.
5: And it all sucks because that was like a pay-per-view that they had to have on regular TV. Like, they promoted yeah. that as a pay per view, like oh,
6: it was an event, right? Yeah, and think about you know, it though, like
5: that that title change and staying coming back and everything. Like, I I know companies wish that they could have, you know, full full sellout venues at this point, full and moves mm-hmm. like that.
6: Well, yeah. It, for, uh, in my opinion, also, I thought this was great to have as a dynamite event because I, I think the uh, the segue was if we can get it on live TV on dynamite, then we can also plug that impact has a show on Tuesdays and then therefore continuously to, to coexist in the same medium of pro wrestling, but now helping to build each other up. And that's why for it to be on a public, you know, television show versus a pay-per-view in my opinion was a great idea.
2: I agree. And, um, and, And like you just said, like, working together really it helps everybody. You know what I mean? Like, I was thinking the other night, like, the stubbornness involved in the fact that there was never a Sting versus Undertaker match. Like, it's, it's like, it's crazy. Like, you know what I'm saying? And it's, and the only reason it didn't happen is because there's like this extreme level of, of stubbornness that exists in this in this world of for, for wrestling so i i thought it was a good idea to have it on regular tv so so like i said so they could make the they could Absolutely. throw the they could throw the pitch in there for uh impact you know because i i know i always watch impact on on dvr i watch it but i watch it on like Saturday, you know what I'm saying, but
3: mm-hmm. I can
2: tell you one thing that I'm going to watch Impact live on this Tuesday. Now, you know what I'm saying because of what happens, and I'm sure I'm not the only person that that is going to tune in for live. He
6: ain't lying. He ain't lying.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I wanted to talk about that. Is are we are we jumping into? Are you watching Impact? Because uh, apparently Damn. Tuesday, Don Callis has something to say. He's going to have Kenny with him. Kenny's going to have the belt with him. I'm very interested to see what happens here. Do we get a Do we get a challenge busting off here? Do we get impact guys popping up? Or it's going
6: to be Kenny where- Omega versus uh, a- AJ Swaggle.
3: Ah!
5: Yeah, we got AJ
6: Swaggle.
3: <laughs> uh,
5: they're going to a, they're gonna be building to a cross-branded pay-per-view. Something like the G1 Classic probably. Right. I
1: could I could see something cool like a a, a dual branded thing. Um, I don't think Impact quite has the stars to really make that official. Like I mean, who you got? Kenny versus Rich Swan. I right. mean, <laughs> it, it's not it's, they don't have the marquee names, but yeah. you know. Uh, but I, I w- I'm interested to see what's going to happen. When and uh,
5: the, don't they got the good brothers over there?
1: Yeah, do they even yeah. wrestle? I don't know.
5: They're the
6: champs, dude. They're the tag team champs right the now. Oh, teams.
1: my bad. Okay, they are the
6: they
2: champs. Just, they just beat uh, Ethan Page and... Um... The North. Yeah, the North. North. Okay, so maybe we
1: get the North versus FTR, or we get...
2: Ooh, that'd be sick. <laughs> that'd, that'd be that'd, dope. See, see, they, they don't have, like, crazy star power, but there are good, good matchups. There's like, good talent there. Yeah, yeah, there's
6: content there. There's content they, to be... Exactly. To be...
5: That's one thing I say about team.
1: Impact. Yeah, they may not have the, the the star power, but the wrestling is super solid. Like, the yeah, guys there they, that work. We can right for sure.
5: Scorpio, we can do Scorpio Sky versus Chris Bay. And that
2: would be awesome. Yeah. Oh, that would be, sick. That'd be pretty, good. Yeah. pretty good. That would be awesome. I'm
1: all about the partnership. So, question. There's been all types of rumors about AEW and New Japan. So, do you think that this Impact thing puts them closer to that or maybe further away from that? Because i've heard both sides of it i think it is but but does new japan want to be the second company to partner with AEW?
2: okay okay so this is this is what i think right i think that we gotta stop i think new japan looks at themselves on a more risk i think they view themselves as a as a more of a powerhouse than like other people might think i don't think I think if New Japan came into this thing late, I don't think they would look at themselves as like, oh, we're behind Impact and we're joining. I think they would look mm-hmm. at it like, we're about to come in and make this thing like even, Bigger. even better. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So.
1: That's a good point. Um, I want to see it. Uh, Neo, what do you think? Do you want to see New Japan cross well, AEW, cross Impact, which I might even I, add ROH just, into that? Absolutely well I do
6: let's and let's dissect that because I'm with novelists. I want to see that because let's remember the the, John Moxley is the current uh IWGP US United States champion
3: champion. right facts
6: Jericho uh wrestled Tanahashi at Wrestle Kingdom and put up the quote unquote or tried to break down the portal by saying if you beat me at Wrestle Kingdom, you have a chance at the title. Mm -hmm. Obviously. That's just, it was just spoken out into the universe, but nothing was ever brought to fruition, correct? Now, if Impact is sending over their stars for the uh, for the New Japan J-Cup, I mean, let's remember that, you know, AEW, the Young Bucks, Miro, Moxley, they all have those clauses to work with New Japan. And in my opinion, and this is, again, just in my opinion, I've never felt Gato... Was one to um, you know kind of turn his nose up against another wrestling company? So as long as they brought you know what the the New Japan spirit for Moxley to be their champion, I thought that was incredible. Yeah, um, right. Mm-hmm. And then let's not remember Jeff Cobb, mm-hmm. you know who who had who's now at you know um, New Japan Pro Wrestling right now. Uh, Co Cabana has history in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Um, and hell, they remember they even work with um, CMLL. So New Japan is not against hmm. working with different companies. So as long as they maintain the true spirit and integrity
2: of New Japan Ring, wrestling, Ring of Honor too. They used to, um, they used to always have the, the Ring of Honor title defended at a uh, Wrestle Kingdom. Too. Many yep. times yep. they
6: no longer have that relationship as yeah, as 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 solid as it once was, right? But we're, I mean, I'm talk, I'm talking about. Do they have? Do they want to be the second person to work with AEW? I don't think so. I think they're just open to do business with right. as long as it's good business.
2: Mm-hmm. So
6: I think also, yeah, you you, got you gotta to learn
1: to thing never thing. say never in pro wrestling. That's for sure. Never uh, say
5: never in pro wrestling. What's up, T? Unless you're Vince if, if McMahon. Of, if if all of these brands <laughs> link up with AEW to cross promote or work together, it'll kind of push WWE's hand though. And how long do you think WWE would be able to hold out on letting their um, I don't know, it, it sounds kind of like slavery because I was about to say leasing their their wrestlers out, renting <laughs> them out, like oh, you want to you want to have this guy fight, but <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, but, it is Vince,
5: so I mean, at the same time, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, if if we're able to see all these matches that we never thought that we would see due to cool. brands cross promoting then wouldn't WWE guys be the ones losing out because they're not able to do these once-in-a-lifetime matches or things like that because WWE would be holding them back?
1: Yeah. Um, well, you, that's, you, you could, a,
5: you could, be a, you could almost make... Going over to another wrestling conglomerate and leaving WWE. You know, Their, con, their contract. <laughs> and and that's...
2: Mean, yeah. <laughs> Breach of contract. Can, you could almost say that a lot of people in WWE feel that way right now without this happening you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like I, they have a lot of good talent that is just not doing anything or feel like they, they do
5: can but be. they got a lot of people who are good with just getting paid and don't really care
6: mm, and, ex- that's true. and excuse me i don't mean to kind of i don't mean to reject but i i did want to add that's why and this is i mean it kind of it's a small dig at me or not <laughs> at me but it's a small dig to me whenever i hear about oh They got another WWE guy at AEW. I mean, they got to work, right? And if they weren't doing anything at WWE, and now they're doing something at AEW, think about it. Moxley was in a gas mask trying to vaccinate everybody before he went to AEW. (laughs) (laughs) Miro was pushing Rusev Day, like, all the time, and he just couldn't get over right but
5: yeah, neo know. but fuck that other dude though who they brought come on now who? brody brody lee brody no, lee wasn't him. doing He's cool i'm well, talking about dude that cody brought out
6: oh sean spears yeah no. i mean
5: the other dude uh,
6: who teak
1: who <laughs> are you talking about
5: you, Can, the chat you talking so about zack go. Ryder
1: or yeah. formerly known as zack Ryder?
5: Fucking Zack Ryder. Come on now. He can eat it. Nah, day. he's not even around anymore. I think <laughs> they, gave like, <laughs> they gave him like gave him like a 10-day
1: contract or something. He's done. I think he's done. Oh, I he think he's done. Gone,
5: think what he's what done. Like, you got all these dudes who you signed before him and then you bring his ass had it over there, man. Don't nobody give a fuck. Like...
2: Well, yeah, but he ain't. I feel you, but he hasn't done anything.
1: But yeah, they ain't have him getting titles or nothing. He just popped up in like a battle royal and a tag match, and then he was I mean, done.
2: Said, I said the same thing about
5: Sean Spears too, though, until he cracked Cody with that chair.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, some of them are gonna hit, some of them are not. Uh, exactly. That's that's really it. Like some some of the some of the moves are gonna get hit. You know, and be dope. And some of these moves are just not going to work out. It's
6: experimental. So, yeah, you experiment. It's, it's what, their first year of TV, right? Yeah. They're gonna They're going to hit. They're going to miss. And I think, I I mean, and prof, professional wrestling fans, excuse me, are hard to win over. But once you do win them, they'll be loyal. I'll tell you that.
1: Uh, last thing I'll leave you with, Uncle Dave, who you can always take his opinions or stuff with a grain of salt. Uh, Dave Meltzer has said that AEW has interesting plans for Sting going forward. AEW plans to use Sting as a regular character on TV and not someone who will make occasional appearances. Meltzer said that AEW sees Sting as a star from the old generation of TNT that could get good numbers for the promotion. It was further reported that AEW is going to be careful with Sting because he's 61 years old. So he probably will not take bumps. Hey,
6: and he got a bad hip. Bad hip, bad neck. Bad, bad neck,
1: bad body. So <laughs> he need a a bodyectomy. Uh, so he needs cyborg parts.
5: I think. Untouchable, and he's just going to come in and beat people with the bat. Yeah, I
1: think he'll just come in with the bat, scare people. You know that kind of thing. Uh, watch from the rafters. You know, I I, I think that's the best way to use him. Like, we don't need him out there (laughs) scorpion death-dropping people. Just,
2: please don't take no bumps, man.
1: One issue with that match, I thought that match was amazing, but the mic shot causing the bleeding was like, come on. Like... (laughs) I mean I've I've hit my tooth on a mic and it, it hurts. But like I didn't bleed. You know it what I'm saying? It was
6: a it was a stab. He stabbed him with a microphone. <laughs> it, it wasn't he it jabbed the mic. After,
5: it what? was the ass of the mic, not the head of it. Oh, the plastic part? <laughs> <laughs> I thought or the it was metal the part. I don't know. It's the head, then that's worse. Like Rand said, that wouldn't be I think it was the no, head, it,
2: but No, he hit him with the with the with the base of it. Okay, I, I was like, oh, they could have used I mean, a
1: different yeah. weapon. That's a small <laughs> thing, but I don't know. Right. But
6: it was uh, enough. It was enough to get the one winged angel, the most protected mm-hmm. finisher in pro in wrestling, rest, and
2: all of pro wrestling. In all, in all, of all of pro, pro wrestling.
1: wrestling. Nobody kicks out. Um, I, think
2: Ibushi, I think Ibushi did like one time and like yeah, I was gonna say somebody no. kicks out right. Ibu, nah. Ibu?
6: Has kicked out of it. I feel like once, but, yes. but that's because they're lovers. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much it.
1: He could. Yeah. He's the only one who could, ki- who he's could
2: kick. He's the only out. one who can. Who can kick? Because oh, he, oh, he, he sees he it got, coming. He had his Okada had his oh. foot under the rope. He didn't kick out though.
5: Yeah, mm. okay. he got.
2: Yeah, he got lucky. His foot when he went to pin him, his foot was was under the rope.
5: And wasn't there one that Kenny Omega did to Okada where Kenny Omega was just too tired to to mm-hmm. do the to cover him? After I think now, an I think
6: he's avalanched, avalanched
2: One wing angel Okada hasn't he? I, mean, uh, I, don't, I don't think so. I, don't, I know. He, sure. I know before the match at Wrestle Kingdom, he he one wing angel through a table, but it wasn't. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Wow. Okay.
6: Mm.
1: okay. So the still the most protected move in the business. What do you give him? Four four V triggers before he <laughs>
2: he gave Yo, him what? four. He, Yo, one of them was Four. nasty. I the think one that to was, the back of his head? Yeah, bro. Yo, I think that one was. That was. And then he had another one where he he set him up for the rainmaker and hit him like, uh, and he hit him how he hit Okada with the the rain, ripcord. The ripcord. Yeah, yeah the rainmaker.
1: ripcord one was dope. Oh <laughs> man, that was rough. He
6: even did the Okada
2: drop kick and the pose. Yeah, he did. I he love did. I, I thought. I, I thought the cameraman blew that man. I thought he blew the the wide shot when Kenny did this if,
6: if they, they didn't done, bring if, it wide if they do, if yeah. they would have done the wide shot i would have been like super side eye just to, like make sure <laughs> i was like ah oh, cuz
2: I, I could tell he was doing the pose with yeah, they i like, feel like rocky
6: romero would have been there like, hey, he <laughs> like wait a minute y'all doing like wait a minute now what rocky, are y'all doing? rocky
2: would have been rocky
5: yeah Yo, so been... think Kenny holds on to the title and who's who would be his next feud Oh, look at the rankings yeah well I think it's hangman probably you know
1: I feel like they didn't really really solve that and and I think that's a cool one to go back to but but yeah I don't know what the rankings look like right now so they don't have does aw have the automatic rematch clause is that a thing
6: I hope not
2: um but um, I want right.
5: really to see. think it's rankings I really want to pull up Jesus. the rankings.
2: Go on a best bout machine title. Title, Yo, here where yeah, judges. but surprisingly, MJF is 10 and one.
6: Hey, huh? Brian Cage is 11 and one. Okay, huh. I would
2: be, I would, I would like to see Cage. Wow, that Cage is sick. strong, so I would like to see, like to see, to see that. Ricky uh,
6: is 15 and
2: two. Wow, wow, Ricky starts 15. Ricky's oh, no, all yeah. those. Go ahead, bro.
6: I was saying he had a lot of uh, of sway
2: in dark. I was just about to say that all those AEW dark matches are building that building that resume. That's true. (laughs) He did. He had. He was on dark for a while before they even put him on TV. So, um, Mm. I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of good matches there, though. I would love to see Kenny versus Scorpio Sky. I would love to see. Oh man, even even, even. Like Luchasaurus, uh, I would love to see Kenny and Luchasaurus, Brody Lee. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's just uh, so many good matches there, bro. Uh, That's
6: true.
2: Even Junk, I would like to see Pentagon and Phoenix I have some singles. Some singles. Uh, yeah, bro. Too. I want to see that. I want
1: to see that badly.
6: Like, I get it, sure. they're a tag team, but when they did that 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 best it was of, that three series. Yeah, it was oh awesome. God. It was
1: fire. It was like, fire. Why do they
6: gotta fight each other? <laughs> right, <laughs> like
1: don't fight each other. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, at this time, I want to thank everybody for coming oh, through. Oh, I'm Pac, gonna probably wrap Pac it up, too, but Pac? oh, I almost obviously forgot Pac. about Pac. Obviously, Pac. God, okay. So damn. maybe Pac. Yeah, I would like to see him up there get a shot quickly, yeah, but man. who knows? Oh, looks like Rock Knowledge is here so uh novelist i want to thank you for coming through man i'm gonna let you go because i appreciate you chatting with us uh let the people know how to find you and uh what you got going on all that good stuff
2: yo uh you guys follow me on twitter at the novelist t-h-e-n-o-v-e-l-i-s-s yo thanks div uh y'all can follow me on instagram at novelist c-s-f um hit up novelist.bandcamp.com or just stream my music it's everywhere um, and I got a lot of stuff coming, man. Soon, 2021, and gonna. I, I'm not gonna say too much, but yeah. got some 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 good stuff coming, man. So mm-hmm.
1: I, word yeah, up. Man. All right, well, we're looking forward to it. I appreciate you for coming, man. Thank you, All and right, uh, we'll holler at you down the road. All yeah, right. man. Peace out, y'all. Peace, yo. Later, novelist. All hey, right, Dave, so- good to see y'all, man. Yeah, man. All right, so we have joining the party rock knowledge thank you for joining rock knowledge we have to ask you to give us a putover
0: well i I understand that uh you know they already put over mando but I gotta put mm. over rosario dawson as a socatano because mm. mm. uh that was a super geek out moment for me last week yes the yeah I'm two, in person. the two lightsabers light up just I was like yo
1: Yes, oh, it was so on point. Um, I, every time I think this show can't impress me more, it just nails it, man. Like we could talk about Mando forever. It's it's we every could. time. It's always the best episode. It's always really really legit every time. I don't know how they're managing to like nail everything, but yeah, they're doing no, a great
0: job. It's crazy, and the fact you know some of the little the things they've been dropping, the names they've been mentioning. There's so much that could happen in the next, like, three or four episodes. I can't imagine what the cliffhanger is going to be, because it's going to be a big, huge cliffhanger already. That's
1: what I was thinking. Or we had some people in the chat say, we hope the show hasn't kind of peaked at this point, because now they have, like, seven different places they can go. So now we could just get three episodes of him wandering around on planets and (laughs) killing monsters and then going on his way. And then they could come back to it later. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, but there's a lot of different ways it could go, so I'm um, I'm um, I am i i do not think it's peaked at this point. No, but it just I don't it, it seems to keep keep getting better and better. So I'm looking forward to that.
0: Yeah, man. Uh, let Dave Filoni and John Favreau like helm a Star Wars movie, please. Mm-hmm. Please. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: Like we need a movie. Like or or if they wind up eventually, you know, I, they gotta they have to like they have to let them do a movie at this point because this is so just- perfect.
5: I think because they were doing so many movies, so like because they were doing them every year at one point, so I think they just got burnt out on movies as far as like the fans. So they're mm-hmm. giving us a rest on the movies because we was um dogging the movies out so much, <laughs> and now, the yeah, series, I mean, and yeah, now that I the mean... series are doing good, yeah, maybe they might be able to come back and do another movie now if they done um sparked back up, you know, the good. Controversy for Star Wars and not whatever else was going on.
0: Yeah, because I don't. I mean, I don't, I don't think I'm alone when I say that. I think the season and a half of Mandalorian that we've gotten is already better than episode seven, eight, and nine. Yep, no question. <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> yeah, man, it, it's it, they can go so many directions. uh Speaking of going so many directions, yep. Neo's stomach is going to be going double directions because do I see you over there eating a McRib, sir?
6: <laughs> the I had to go off camera. <laughs> ah, I saw you.
1: Uh.
5: Yo, the McRib. How could you?
0: You about no. to take a mixed shit, buddy? <laughs>
5: Neo, you a I, slave uh... to... Neo's a slave to commercialism. He saw that thing. McRib. Yo, yeah. and he just had to do it. It's
4: good, man. I like. You talking man. about? I'm
1: a hype beast. No, Neo's a hype beast. If <laughs> if it's if it's exciting to the to the to the internet. Look at this, look at, Neo will do
0: it, look at this, McRib, worse. Neo McRib is the McRib worst, or, or, ayo, what's worse, <laughs> I McRib done. or, or <laughs> Funk Flex getting his body done, oh
1: god, well, <laughs> you know, uh, that would be the burial of the week for sure, <laughs> Funk Flex got a, uh, uh his fat sucked out on Instagram, I don't know if you guys <laughs> saw it, I just need a really- McRib guys. Sorry, it looked a little <laughs> bit like the McRib as it was coming out of them.
3: out of flux.
1: We should maybe call this sucking out of McRib. Um, but yo, okay, so I'm trying to understand. I think from my perspective, Funk Flex got a free service from these people, and yeah. they were like, "Hey, just just shout us out." So. He had to do that but yeah. i mean you know he got it for free i ain't mad if i He's could get something for free for
0: attention man yeah
1: but but that kind of attention you're rich that's the part where i'm like bro you're rich so you didn't have to do this you could have just you know i
5: mean ram not. for a shout out are you taking some free lipo are you are you maybe
1: maybe i don't know i gotta really think about it if somebody was like hey look <laughs> Free, I don't know, some procedure. Like, for free. You just gotta shout us out. I'll shout you out, but I don't want to film them doing it, because that's gross. The actual that's
0: procedure.
5: I mean, you know I know remember you I mean? you were saying that Milk was trying to get you to shout them out, so I mean. Oh, man. You know what? And that's, like, I drink <laughs> Milk. They were gonna give you, what, two gallons?
1: It was uh, Shamrock Farms. And, this gallons. is funny. I don't normally... But, you know, I got, a, I got an Instagram message from Shamrock Farms. They're like, hey, just take a couple pictures with our milk, and we'll give you a couple gallons. <laughs> and I was like, "What You're is my what am ever. I worth? Like, I can afford milk. Like, I'm good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't need free milk, so I'm not gonna do it for free milk. Like, yo,
5: give me funny. give me a thousand dollars and some milk, then maybe. But come hey, on, give me give me milk and money. Why are you trying to barter <laughs> with me? I don't. I can afford milk, sir. Right. Uh, <laughs> not too expensive. Uh, so you sell, you telling me I'm only worth $10? This shout-out is worth 10 bucks. Exactly.
1: Oh, God. All right. So, Rock, we might as well hear it. Let us have it, Rock. What were your thoughts when you heard <laughs> that the Stinger had appeared on AEW television? Because I'm sure you didn't watch it. So what no, were your thoughts? I,
0: I didn't watch it because I really don't really. I catch, like, the, the tweets. I just shook my head because I'm just like... I always stick to the, to the whole AEW trying, you know, they said they were going to do something new, et cetera, et cetera. And, like, who, who asked for this? Who asked mm-hmm. for Sting? Like, Sting's not new. Sting's not going to wrestle. He shouldn't wrestle. Mm-hmm. I'm like, goddamn, man. He's, like, 60 years old. It's just, I don't know, man. Like, eh. like let the old guys be the old guys. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's a cheap pop. I mean, that's what it was there for. The ratings went up. Yeah. Sold a bunch of t shirts.
1: Sold a record number of tees.
0: But I mean, at the end of the day, like, what is this really going to amount to? Are we going to get Sting versus Arn Anderson or something? That like, <laughs> well, that,
1: the point, what I was trying to make, is that at least they, he didn't pop up and go stare down um, Kenny after he won the title. You know what I'm saying? Like, they didn't Dude, go that did far. when
0: the title on regular TV. Oh, wait, You didn't like that? I didn't oh. see it. I don't know why. Why, why did that happen? Because it was a title match on TV. you usually don't see the main strap change hands on free TV. Is also why I'm asking. Um,
1: I think it just that's happened in WWE, awesome. didn't it? Uh, didn't it's Drew get it on TV? It
0: on WWE TV, though. Didn't Drew just win you know, it on TV? It's not a common thing.
1: I feel you. Uh, so you feel like this might be a situation. Like the old Goldberg versus Hogan thing where they gave away a marquee situation no, that should have been think it's pay-per-view?
0: not that big of a deal. I mean, but was it like a, was it a schmoz? Was it a controversial finish? Uh, Did I miss something?
1: It was a little bit controversial.
0: Has everybody had a McRib in this thing? Because I've never had a McRib.
1: Never, life.
0: Oh, right no, and I'm okay with that.
1: Yeah, you're not missing much. But... So you
6: don't want to lose
0: weight? <laughs>
1: I used to be a. The McRib is not. you on the McRib is the, diet? Is, is that, is that the the what the Dave. That's
0: the detox tea, Dave. That's the, that, that's the, that's the tummy tea. I combine uh, them with my colon. Find out. No. The, McRib. the McRib
1: diet? Is that what you're on, will Shit out half of Yo. your small intestine wow oh, oh my weird. god the McRib <laughs> diet I've had a McRib long time I used to be into it like when they came back I'd be like oh, oh. let me get one and then suddenly I was like well, this isn't good
3: <laughs>
6: so I was <laughs> like it nah
0: really
6: it's real. not good <laughs> it reminds me of like school it just it just reminds me of like old times it, it does take yeah. you back you know oh, like
4: that shit that you used to get in school Hell, you the fucking the, the fucking one day you get the little meat drowned. The, the fake and you get the corn yeah. on the side and
1: shit. Yo, kinda, the McRib has elementary thick, school to it, fake,
4: <laughs> it has fake grill <laughs> marks it's on it. It's the McGrammar School. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the McGrammar School. Has anybody talked about the fact that war games is Sunday? Have y'all glossed over that properly?
1: No, we've kind of kept it all a dub today, but um, I haven't seen anything. So, Rock, if you could. Uh, just let us know what's happening with war games, and uh, bring us I mean, bring us are, up to I speed.
4: Mean, we already know one of the main matches. That, you know, what I'm saying to get excited about undisputed era versus uh, team McAfee's Pat McAfee, Pete Dunn, uh, Oni Larkin, and uh, Danny Birch.
0: Yeah, that's gonna
4: be woo, It's gonna be nothing but hard hits and big spots and a bunch mm. of shit talking. Listen, anything undisputed era involved because War Games is now considered their match at this point. So
3: mm-hmm. anytime
4: you put undisputed era in a War Games situation, they finna show out. And then Pat McAfee clearly is, is, is no slouch to the ring. had a had a halfway decent debut, and he got all them hitters with him. He got done, and the other two and, and Lorkin and the other guy like they finna go ham. Like somebody's getting injured that match. I don't want to wish that on anybody, but somebody's mm. getting somebody's getting injured. Probably.
0: That match. Mm. Yep. The uh yep. The women's war the the women's war games master. Women's war games. Yes. Ooh. With Team Shots with Team Shotzi. Yep. Uh, it's, what, it's Shotzi, Io Shirai, Rhea Ripley Ember Moon and a, and a partner to be named If I remember correctly from last night Hey Ember is back That's what's up Yeah and then they're going again Yeah Ember been Candace back for the some Rays.
5: weeks
4: now Whole new uniform and everything She got a whole okay. vibe to her a little bit Hey I
1: just put a link in the chat For a picture of a frozen McRib I want y'all to all oh, look at that
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Oh I'll put it in the zoom chat too Yo do you see that Neo, are you looking at that
4: frozen McRib? Neo's
1: eating that right now.
4: What's up? Mm. Which Neo's
1: eating it. All right, I'll put oh, it wait, in both it, chats it, it, now.
0: We got oh, so many chats. Oh, what the
3: fuck? <laughs> <laughs> hey,
4: wait a minute. That
0: looks like Boy, a roof like, a, tile.
4: I swear to God, I like some home. Beer. I'm like, who the fuck building floors?
0: That's a roof tile. Wow. Man. <laughs> All right, so let do, me give
1: you a couple facts about the McRib. McRibs. Number one. <laughs> The sandwich has uh, 500 calories, which is a fourth of your daily calories in one sandwich. It also has 240 calories from fat, uh, 26 grams of fat, 70 milligrams of cholesterol, 41% of the sodium you should have in a day, and half
5: me, uh, right now? of the saturated you know
1: fat. Maybe I shouldn't <laughs> do this. You gotta, um, yo, you
5: got to you got to check out the
4: ingredients.
1: The shit that McRib is made Yeah, McRib meat is not what you think. Despite of its name, it is not rib meat. Um the I'm actual. Gonna hate you
4: right
1: now. <laughs> I mean, you already it. ate it now, you know. <laughs> we've That's already sh- we've West shamed West. you. This McDonald's claims the sandwich is composed comprised mostly of shoulder meat. As it turns out, the truth is much less appetizing.
3: Ew.
1: It's actually Mick McTripe <laughs> McButthole, and Mick, Mick scalded Arnold. stomach is what it what, what comes what is made with the rhythmic rhythm. You, that. Mio eat,
6: Mio you know what? I've had I've had right. I've had posole, I've had before, I've That's had, before. I've <laughs> I've had cow tongue, cow head,
5: <laughs> you name it, I've eaten it. Yo. I, don't think, I don't think that upset it, Neo. No,
1: I guess not. All right, so the hey, look, sandwich has about you know 70
3: Yo, in a minute, I'm
5: telling
1: you. Yo, when, you when you grow
5: up in the Pep in, a <laughs> hey. in the Puebla. In the Puebla,
1: you, you hey. look forward to a McRib. Hey, like this ain't this ain't nothing. Um <laughs> it it has 70 different ingredients and one of them is an active food additive called azodicarbonamide. This what is the fuck a flour bleaching agent. That that is used for gym mats, yoga mats, and the oh, soles of shoes. Wow. <laughs> okay, Damn. this
5: azio-dicarbonide is banned. Had um yoga mats in their meat. Subway had yoga mats in their bread.
4: Make yoga now.
1: Make yoga. All right, this this for this substance is banned in Australia and Europe, and it's considered.
6: Now I'm not going to get COVID because now I have a cleaning agent in nice. my body.
1: Good job, good job. Uh, no,
0: it is banned we'll it, in think-
1: Australia and Europe. It is possibly contributing to asthma through occupational exposure. Oh dear God! Um, oh my gosh! Um, they come from a place. The meat comes from a place called Smithfield Foods, the world's largest pork producer who has a very bad track record for animal welfare and, uh, and and terrible environments for their food.
5: When Ram wants something to eat, I just want him to go do this research before he eats something moving True. forward. I'm going to do that. No. <laughs> and see if you want to eat it afterwards. <laughs>
1: All right, I'm going to yeah. stop. I'm going to stop. Back cause. to War Games, man. Okay, yeah, so War Games. Yeah, yeah, Any war predictions?
0: Games, I want this delfac, All right, so look. Let's go through the predictions,
1: matches, and then we can get out of here. What's your only predictions? five matches.
0: It's five matches. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we got Timothy Thatcher versus Tommaso Champa. This is a standard singles match. Champa.
4: Yeah. I'm, that's going to put up one hell of a fight. He going to show his ass, but... Champa gonna pull that boy off. He ain't really been on he's just really getting back to getting on TV like that. So yeah, gotta be Champa on that one.
0: Yeah. Mm, okay. Uh we got a strap match, which is Dexter Loomis versus Cameron Grimes. Man. I like gotta a say te- te- Texas on that strap one. match. It just like says the, strap
6: match. I don't know. Like the mm-hmm. straps on the wrist, right?
0: I assume so, yes. Mm. All
6: right. Like you didn't get good grade strap. That's
4: right. Okay. Yeah, that's that's gonna that's gonna be uh that's that's my man's that's weird dude uh Dexter. All
0: right, you got a okay. triple threat for the NXT North American title. Leon Ruff, Gargano, and Damian Priest. This is gonna be a great match.
4: It really is. Mm. Leon Ruff went. Hey, real quick, congratulations to Leon Ruff, uh his his new fiance female referee chick they they just he just got engaged oh yeah they got got engaged shout
1: out to leon and uh aja i believe her name yes yeah Yeah.
4: Mm -hmm. that's her name i couldn't think of a name right now so fine but uh but yeah man that's that's gonna be tough leon might pull it off just because they may want him to keep the belt on some underdog type shit
1: so dragon master said does ue finally go to main roster after this
3: Mm.
4: they are nxt I think they keep them in NXT purposely because it's just something about them on NXT. They're the NWO over there. So I, it's, it's I mean,
6: mm-hmm. uh, honestly, to G1's point, with the amount of people going back to NXT, I'd be okay if they just stayed where <laughs> where, where it works right now. Yeah,
1: yeah same. Yeah. I don't need them to go and get lost in the shuffle.
0: Yeah, it might, it, it might kill them. It might kill their momentum. Yeah.
1: yeah, they are NXT. I, I agree yeah. with that. I don't see – they don't need to go anywhere.
0: Yeah, and the other two matches, like we talked about before, is the two War Games matches, the men's and the women's. So All right, it's, nice uh, short card, but should be a good one. Yeah, honestly, I think the match of the night has potential to be the Leon Ruff, Gargano, and Damian Priest because Gargano is, is Mr. Takeover, Absolutely. and Damian Priest is dope, and man <laughs> –
4: like I said, Leon Ruff is the dope underdog. And they they might have him keep the belt on some underdog. It might be some, some Crash Holly type shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Leon Ruff. It's Spike Dudley type
3: shit. Huh.
1: All right. Also, I want to give a quick little shout out. Rest in peace to Pat Patterson. Yes. Legendary first Intercontinental Champion. The mind behind, I think, Royal Rumble and so many other, like, wrestling staples at this point. Um yes you know, Pat oh. gave his, his whole life to the business, so. I want, yeah,
6: that, I want that biopic to happen, bro. Like, I've always wanted a Pat Patterson movie. It could happen. Yeah, I want it.
1: I think so, because it's got to be a really good story. You know, like, this, this guy is great. I mean, literally was seen openly, it all, being like an openly gay guy openly in the business. Like, it's got to be so much.
4: Hold on, Pat Patterson was
0: gay?
1: Uh, can yeah. want to log
0: off. Get out of here. <laughs>
6: oh. Where you been? Yeah, oh, you want leave? Uh, yeah, I'll Take gonna, that I'll WWE hat and go burn it. Like, How are you going to wear
1: a WWE hat? I don't know now. Um,
6: Pat That's Patterson was
1: openly gay. You. He came out in the 1970s, but he didn't actually, like it didn't really become a part of WWE like lore until uh, Legends House in 2014 yeah, when he bro. said it. Oh, wow. uh, so, yes, he... <laughs> Absolutely was wow. the man. He, uh, his longtime partner Louis Dondero passed away on, in 1998, the same night as the King in the Ring that that year. Wow, that's crazy. Wow. That's
4: crazy. Oh damn! So he ain't been getting his pat Patterson for quite some time. I mean, I'm sorry, too soon. Never mind. Don't worry about it. No. G One, here,
1: man. All right, G One.
6: <laughs>
0: I'm sorry, My man. Kick him out.
1: Okay, G One, and, and we
6: just lost like five viewers.
1: Uh, question is Does Shotzi do do something crazy in war games?
3: Hell
4: yeah, I feel like so. I feel like with the women's match, Shotzi's team is gonna end up winning only because if you think about it, here's a hot take all of the war games merch, even the logo, was all built around her little tank. That might be a hint to
3: something. Mm. Just interesting. interesting. she's going to that tank green, in the ring. That,
4: that, that green NXT shirt, that shit raw as hell. With the tank on, I love that shirt. So I definitely feel like for the women's match, it's Team Shashi for sure. So it's 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 definitely it's going in.
1: Yeah. Um, okay, so Triple H did Sunday. a did a media call ahead of Takeover. Here are some uh, a little bit of A couple of points from that. He started off with a tribute to Pat Patterson. Talked about all he had done. Uh, Patterson was there every day, taught so much talent, little things that were invaluable. Helped him more than anybody in the business outside of maybe Vince, he said. Um, a, A caller asked him if Pat McAfee had opened eyes with his takeover performance and if he expected his faction to stick around. Uh, Triple H didn't address the second part of the question, but he said McAfee always wanted to be a WWE superstar. He even left football specifically to do that. So he's uh, he expects really big things in the future for him. And uh, I'd say Ooh. so, too. He picked it up pretty pretty quickly and pretty well.
3: Hey, he, I, it,
4: I said that first match out the gate was cool. I thought it was dope. So yeah, I'm, I'm Adam Cole. To seeing more
1: of yeah, like with Cole of all people. With like, Cole that's of all people. Respected, yeah. Absolutely. Um, someone asked about Rhea Ripley and they were very frank and said hey did the Wrestlemania loss completely derail her and what's going on Uh, Triple H said that Rhea Ripley's loss at Wrestlemania was supposed to be a part of a bigger picture that would make sense but then the pandemic has changed every single plan and they were not able to work toward the goal Uh, he knows he says I know she'll be fine because of her passion for the business so thoughts on that? Is Rhea Ripley's momentum completely shot since no, Mania?
0: I don't think so. I don't mm. think so. I think uh, I think I mean what he said is is fairly accurate. I mean I think a lot of people that they may have had huge plans for this year, everything's changed, man. Like you can't have these big moments you would think you you would normally have when there's no there's no crowd, you know, because mm. that takes away from the moment being as big as it could be. So, that's true. So they they, I wonder, they, they yeah, shuffle and do that's what a they good do point. on the fly. And, you know, I think she's going to be fine.
1: That's a good point, Rock. I wonder if a lot of times if they're thinking like, all right, this moment isn't going to be as big if there's no crowd. So let's push this and wait and just or just not do it. You know, well, I mean,
0: look at I mean, look at Drew. I mean, we are, we were all ecstatic to see Drew McIntyre win the WWE title. But man, it would have been a hundred times bigger at a live WrestleMania with a full crowd there. To have that moment with him, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Agreed,
1: totally yeah. agree. I hope he gets another chance when there are crowds again. Like most definitely, he I deserves think
0: he that. Drew's killing it. Yeah, Uh yeah. let's see. Saddle, he
4: Drew McIntyre got one of the raw's interests right now. I love. Oh Cole man, McIntyre. his interest is fire. Yeah, let's go.
6: You can thank Vince McMahon for that because apparently that's that claymore is from Vince McMahon. Like, that's supposed to be from his collection. Like, his own personal collection? <laughs>
0: I wonder that's if a man, like, did, demonstrated how to do the Claymore for him. <laughs> He's like, Look, hit me with a the the Claymore.
4: Later, Kick me, pal!
3: Kick me! <laughs> um,
1: uh, a caller asked Triple H if they were more willing these days to work with other promotions. This was interesting. No. Uh, no. Paula Vest said, yes, but if the partnership was long-term. He added that long term doesn't mean three months here, three months there. It means ten years. That's so gonna, the only way they're they're into long term partnerships. So they're like not not none of this. Let's just do it for a pay per view thing. And
4: they want they want to get married. They don't want no relationship. Yeah, they don't want no mm-hmm. gay
3: married, bro. Want
1: and married. I, I I feel that because it's like, all right, why should we bring you on our stage, make you hot, and then you go off? You know what I'm saying? And you know, and take that momentum and continue to to ride off of it if we're not continuing to I, I think that's what it is like they don't want to just give somebody a rub and it be like a uh, not be a long term thing um, oh this is a good one he was asked about the decision to keep NXT out of the Survivor Series this year he said what's up with that no he said he really didn't know honestly what went into that decision but he thinks part of it was driven by COVID and not wanting to have too many people involved Hmm. I, I think imagine because they, they can't say
4: it had anything to do with money because I feel like them adding NXT to Survivor Series was definitely a money grab I feel like more people signed up for the network just to watch it with NXT being involved Yeah, so I feel like the main thing that shut that shit down had to be COVID had to be the crowds
0: yeah but also last year when all that occurred you gotta remember their hand was kind of forced because some of the roster was being held hostage in Saudi Arabia so they had to bring NXT on to SmackDown on that Friday mm. to invade and do what they did, you know, because had they not been held hostage in Saudi Arabia, man, I don't think NXT would have had the bit as big of an impact as they did last year.
1: Yeah, I think it, it, it definitely fast forward and fast tracked a lot of their sure, ideas. Absolutely. I think it maybe would have happened, but yeah, it definitely sped it up. Um, a caller asked about the women's division and how they're often booked on top. LeVest said he's, he loves the division, and he doesn't approach it like they have to put a woman on top in order to check a box. He says they put their best story and talent on top, and it doesn't matter who that is. Yeah. That's fair. Okay. All right. I like it. And okay. lastly, he said, thanks for coming. Sent off with one last tribute to Pat Patterson. Said, everyone, please read up on how important this man was to our business. And then he signed off. So, uh, yeah
0: legit. I think the, the amount of tribute you saw via social media um, from superstars everywhere. Yeah. You know, thanking uh, Pat Patterson. You know, it was he, he, his influence and his just his presence is definitely going to be missed. So uh, you know, big RIP to Pat Patterson, man.
1: Yeah, for sure, man.
4: Rest, rest in peace, guy. You a genius. Thank you for giving us so many dope ideas to this business, man. Ideas that people still carry to this day. Yeah,
1: yeah. There's a dope um, tweet WWE put out about um, The Rock and Pat Patterson talking before like a SmackDown before the Fox premiere, and uh, it's like them having a really good moment. And uh, it's it's a dope tweet. So check that out if you can. And uh, but yeah, man, rest in peace to the guy. He he did he did he did a lot. So yeah, I would love to see a biopic of some sort because like. When you think about the guy who came up with the idea of the Royal Rumble, is like, yeah, he's definitely worth talking about.
0: Yeah. Um, hey, if WWE is good at one thing, man, it, it is putting together those biopic-style documentaries. So, um, you know, with, they'll do it, and they'll do it well.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. They've been doing a really good job. Did anybody see the Liv Morgan one?
0: Not yet. I need to watch Not it. Yet. I
1: didn't. Smug said that it's going to make you not like WWE even more, but I don't know. Like just seeing the way things go in the back, I guess for the women is, is like I don't, I don't know. That's it. what you're saying. So yeah, I I, I wanna see it. But yeah, he was like, you're gonna you're gonna not have great things to to say once you see how a lot of things work. But you know, it is what it is. Um Keith Lee's is supposed to be coming soon. I'm looking forward yeah. to that. Uh shout out to Bears for that reminder. Uh, shout out yeah, to yeah, yeah. He's got a new album out. Erica's Montesi, son
3: yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. TZ house,
1: is also on my podcast this week. Uh, Random Encounters. We talked a lot about uh, It's a lot of good chats about just like learning the ropes as, as a wrestling fan and like transitioning and working through that. system and them the the journey of getting their podcast onto the wwe network and um and all that so yeah it's a good listen so shout out to my tz shout out to swerve um and the swerve city podcast i think they got a Peter Rosenberg on this week, so check that out.
4: Yeah, see, I was trying, I was trying to avoid because I didn't know if we were still doing a no shout out of the podcast.
1: But- <laughs> <laughs> I feel you, I feel you, uh, but you know, you can shout out the album. The album's dope. You
6: continue to follow uh, Matt Mania on the socials. Um, yeah. We are also on the Steel Cage Network, so you can catch us there at the steelcagepod.com or steelcage the steelcage.com. Uh, check out our Pro Wrestling Tea Store. Uh, prowrestlingteescom uh, Pod. Check us out on Geekscape. We're also syndicated on Geekscape, Geekscape.com. Search to Matt Mania as well. So anywhere you get your audio fix, uh, we'll be there for you. Especially on all your other major devices. So thanks for continuing to uh, to, to to follow, to listen, to like, and subscribing. Um, and thank you for being patient with us during this global pandemic. And Big shout-outs to Mega Rand for lassoing us all together.
1: Go to the Pro Wrestling T Shop, get that Matt Mania T. Um, after you buy, well, you know, after that, you can be one of the nine millionth persons to buy the Sting shirt if you'd like. But uh, but get ours first. Um, yeah. yeah, come through and uh, and come see us anytime. That is a great pick. And um, who would I who would I bury this week?
6: I don't know who to bury. Let me
1: well, yes. Let's bury the McRib. <laughs> if if the McRib doesn't bury Neo, matter of
4: fact, let's bury I'm dying. That meat for the McRib. Let's bury them. What'd you say, Smithfield
1: Farms? Oh, let's Smithfield Farms.
4: Chet-
1: <laughs> yo, the frozen McRib picture, yo, that just really took me out, yo. <laughs>
4: Goddamn studio acoustics,
1: we eat, like, man. Like, bro, they they just put grill marks on the thing, like straight yeah. out the yeah. straight out the freezer. So. oh man but anyway <laughs> yo thank you guys so much for being here i appreciate y'all coming through for I'll, I'll try to do this anytime i can on thursdays if y'all down i'll try to rope a few folks up that way we get everything done we get our content done we get live video content and we get to talk to you about one of our favorite things in the world which is pro wrestling so yeah absolutely thanks a lot all right yeah. we will see you soon and as always anybody that's watching and listening you know what to do Keep, Keep your, shoulders.
6: your shoulders off the, off man,
1: the mat. Bang, bang, bang. Off the mat. All right, deuces. Oh yeah, we're gonna Yo, do dude. some. Uh, we're gonna do some rating, but I'm a, I'm in the call, and uh, I'll see y'all later. Have a good night.
3: Cheers. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.